Welcome to Hope in the Halls. Christian Voices from Washington DC. Sponsored by Hope to the Hill. Also sponsored by Can We Pray. With your hosts Nathan and Amber Kisler. Learn more about Hope to the Hill at www.hopetothehill.com. Well, welcome back another week and uh, we're very excited at Hope to the Halls. Hope in the Halls. What did I say Hope to the Halls? I've been so used to saying Hope to the Hill all week and we just finished event here in D.C. last night with The Chosen, and we had a great, great time. And Amber, you weren't with us this week. You've been in Nashville, but you're on uh, over the, the magical uh, ability through technology to be with us today, even though we're far apart. But we have a very special guest today, a dear friend of our ministry and just a, a wonderful, wonderful guy that we love so very much. And uh, that is Congressman Greg Stubbe from Florida. And uh, very, very excited to have you, Greg. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, my gosh. It's a joy. So, uh, Greg, I wanted to talk to you. And one of the things that we are very passionate about with our ministry has been encouraging people uh, in the pew, people that are listening to our podcast every week, that there are godly members of Congress, that they love Jesus, uh, but they also love this country, and it's very, very important to them uh, to, to live out their faith in their work every single day, because obviously the Bible impacts every aspect of our life. Uh, but you have been one of those members that I have watched, and I'm even sitting in your office right now looking at your desk. Uh, you have things, it's very obvious that you love the Lord. How does your faith impact your daily work here in Washington, D.C.? Well, it's had a huge impact. Um, I try to get in the Word every day. Uh, I have a, a I, I try to read the Bible every year, and I, I, I each year read a different Bible. This year it's um, Meet the Bible. So there's some, there's scripture and then there's some explanation, um, and but it's broken down on days. So I try to stay in the Word every day. I have several devotionals I also read, um, and I think that impacts everything that, I, I view that as impacting everything that I do up here, is the overarching biblical worldview that I hold that um, decides how I vote on things, uh, what I'm going to do as it relates to bills that I file, and uh, has a huge impact in the direction of, of how I operate in, in Congress. Well, and I think it's, it's very important, and I, I, I just, I always love when people come here. We had the whole, at least a, a portion of the cast of The Chosen last night, and they come from many walks of life. I met some of them, they're orthodox, they're, some of them uh, don't even go to church at all, but they're actors that have been hired to do this show. And they, uh, some of them may be Democrats, some of them, you never know, you yeah. know where they stand politically. But I love when people come here and meet members of Congress that maybe on television they, they get a certain viewpoint of them and they're looking through a lens of the news that they watch or whatever, and they get to really meet people and, and experience that, you know, uh, people, first and foremost, you're, we're human beings, and we have compassion for one another, and they also see that your faith and our faith absolutely overshadows everything that we do, and it's so obvious, and when they leave, last night, the chosen folks kept telling me over and over again, this has been a transformative experience in our lives uh, we didn't expect to experience what we've experienced here. That's cool. It's overwhelming. And so over and over again over the years that I've been here, that's the same experience that people have when they meet you and they meet you know, Congressman Laddermilk or uh, Kathy McMorris-Rogers and so many others. And so I, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for your stand for truth, 
but also that you are willing to, to be vulnerable and, and live out your faith uh, in the work that you do. Now, I know this is probably difficult, but how do you uh, maneuver through, because I know you've done this, and I, I, Tom Swasey was, uh, obviously he's not here in Congress anymore, but in 2021, uh, you and Tom uh, called me, I remember one, it was right before Thanksgiving, and you wanted, you kind of started this whole chosen thing of them coming to the Capitol. Uh, how do you navigate as a Christian, as a Republican, uh, through the waters of the dichotomy often that we see between Republicans and Democrats, and how do you find commonality with people across the aisle? Yeah, that was a blessing to have Jonathan here, yes. um, who plays Jesus in The Chosen. And we actually, I actually texted him pictures from last night of the other cast members and, and just gave him a hard time. But hey, where are you? <laughs> um, everybody else is here. Uh, Mary of Magdalene yeah, is here. Didn't show up. here. Yeah, Jesus didn't show up <laughs> last night. Um, but he and he texted me back. So we have a, we have a good relationship, and um, it, it's it was a blessing to get to know him on a personal level. And then um, it, it's good to hear that the actors are enjoying their time here too. I imagine same with Jonathan when he was here, he'd never been in the Capitol. Yeah. Uh, he never had the opportunity to go to the rotunda. He never yeah. had the opportunity to see some of the things that he That's had right. the opportunity to see. Uh, and I remember when we were together, it was at nighttime, so it's really cool to see the Capitol at night because everything's all lit up. So it's good to hear that it's a blessing for them, too, to have the opportunity to come up here and, and see their, their nation's capital and the people that work here. Um, and it, it's just been, it's been great having the chosen here, the cast, being able to do showings. Um, and, and if there's people that work here that haven't had the opportunity, either one, to know the show, or two don't have faith and you're, 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 you're bridging that gap for people that um, may not know the Lord yet, uh, I think is a great opportunity for the people that work here too. Yeah, and I think first and foremost, you know, our role as, as people in ministry here is to share the gospel with people. First of all, we meet them where they are, Republican or Democrat, uh, and, and I think The Chosen has been one of the very few opportunities that we've had to bridge that gap and bring people together. I mean, I remember that night, I, I was watching a documentary, I sent you a screenshot of that the other day, uh, it comes out in the spring, called Jonathan and Jesus, that'll be airing soon. And they yeah, captured incredible. It. Oh yeah, and they captured it so well uh, to see you and Tom and just the beauty of your relationship that y'all had uh, with each other as a Republican and as a Democrat. Uh, coming together around the one thing that I think can bring people together so easily, and that's Jesus. And so what, what an opportunity we've had, and we're grateful, grateful to the chosen, all the folks who have invested a, a lot of time and a lot of yes. money to bring their, their actors and staff here, and also the DVDs that we're able to give out uh, four times a year. It's, it's just been a joy, and you have helped make that possible. And so I, I am grateful. I know Amber is. Uh, but Amber, I, I know Absolutely. you want to get into a different part of discussion uh, here, um, I'll, so I'll let you kind of take that. Yeah, so I imagine, you know, we talked about your faith, and I'm sure that played a pivotal role in the accident that you had. And I wanted you to explain to everybody what happened and actually how serious it was. Yeah, it, there was so many miracles that happened leading up to that day and to that day. So for people that don't know, I took a fall about 25 to 30 feet from an extension ladder. I was trimming trees. We were still dealing with the remnants of Hurricane Ian uh, that hit us over a year ago now. But this past January, I was up on an extension ladder with a chainsaw cutting down a large limb on an oak tree. 
and uh, the limb, I, I still don't remember everything, so everything that I'm going to share is through an Amazon driver that God put there at that exact moment who witnessed everything. Wow. And we live out in the country, just so you kind of have an idea of, like, we're, we don't live in the city. We, we live in an unincorporated area, Sarasota County, way out east. Uh, so it's, it's not, I mean, I have a 140-acre cattle ranch next to me. We live on five acres, so it's not, it's a very rural part of the county. So for the yeah. fact, the mere fact to have somebody there at the exact moment that I fell to see what happened is a miracle in and of itself. Right. Had he been five seconds earlier, um, I would have waved, he'd have waved, he'd have gone about his day. Had it been five seconds later, I would have been on the ground and he would have never known I was there. Um, so mm. there's a couple of things leading up to that that I think are important to share. The first one is there was a gentleman who I haven't had an opportunity to meet yet who felt this overwhelming, compelling feeling to pray over the Amazon driver. The Amazon driver's name is Woody. So on his way to our house, and I always like to joke that my wife spends a lot of time on Amazon, so he's, he's a regular. Uh, the Amazon driver is a regular at our house. Uh, actually, he looked through <laughs> his records. And this day she was like, see, this is why it's a good Yes, thing. <laughs> and every time now there's a pile of Amazon packages at the house, it's like I'm just, I'm, I, it may save you for your life again. That's so, right, it may. Uh, you never know. And, uh, but there was a, on the, on the route to our house, there was a gentleman who just the Holy Spirit told him, like, you need to pray over this guy. And he said, he's never done this before and felt an overwhelming, compelling reason to pray over Woody. Well, that becomes important because had he not listened to the Holy Spirit and not prayed over Woody, that 10 minutes that he spent praying over Woody, Woody would have been to our house and passed when I fell. So that Mm. being obedient, put Woody in front of our gate at the exact moment in time that he had to be there. There was another interesting piece of the facts. Amazon tells them their routes. You know, when they pick up the stuff that day, the route is told to them by Amazon. And Woody will tell you that normally they come in a certain direction into our neighborhood. Well, this particular time is the only time it's ever happened where the route was flipped. And what that did was it put the Amazon van to where the driver's side of the van was facing where I was. Had it been normal, he would have never seen or heard me. So he shows up, he sees a guy working in the trees. Uh, at, the, at the moment, he didn't know it was me. He puts the package down, takes the pictures, walking back to the van, getting in the van. He hears the limb crack, looks back, sees the limb go down, hit the extension ladder. He says, I ejected up into the air because it kind of like a pendulum swings. And he said that moment he, had, he saw angel wings underneath me. Now, I fell... 25 to 30 feet straight to the ground with a chainsaw running in my hand. And statistically, a fall from 11 feet or higher is death or paralysis. And I was well over double that height when I fell. And there's no other explanation as to why I'm here today other than God's miraculous hand that day buffering my fall uh, and his angels buffering my fall. And another interesting piece of this, Woody had been fasting for over a week to this day. The Holy Spirit woke him up in the middle of the night, like three o'clock in the morning, and just told him to fast, and he was obedient. And so the day and the time and the second that he was before, right in front of our gate and saw all this happen, uh, he had been fasting for over a week. So it gave him yeah. spiritual eyes to see what was going on. It gave him the wisdom to know how to handle the situation. Uh, he called the paramedics. I was conscious the whole time, but I still don't remember because I had a concussion tore the ligaments in my neck, I punctured my lung, and I broke my pelvis. And um, the other miracle on top of that, not just 
that my life was spared. But I was four months later starting pitcher for the Republicans on the congressional baseball team on the mound <laughs> at Nats That's Field, <laughs> uh, completely healed playing a baseball game. Amen. So to show you the, the healing that went over my body during that period of time too. So it's a, it's obviously the Lord's not done with me yet and uh, we've got things to do. And the, if you don't believe in miracles, then you just need to look at me because I'm a walking, talking miracle. And uh, there's a lot of other little factors that I'm not uh, just for the brevity of time putting in and, and the details I'm putting in. But uh, there were a lot of miracles that happened leading up to that. And on that day um, that uh, I'm very thankful for. Well, I was certainly I was certainly grateful, obviously, when we found out that you had fallen, uh, that God had just done a miracle. And, and when I we heard, were in Florida when we it happened. In Florida, we were in, at, in Orlando, and uh, I reached out. I think I ended up texting your wife at some point, and she kind of shared what was going on a little bit. But um, it was just, uh, it's amazing to see the hand of God in our lives. When you look back and... and Oftentimes, Amber and I have been through this over the last, you know, three and a half years where things that we didn't expect that seemed bad, difficult, um, when we lost our twins or the things we've been going through IVF, uh, we don't understand why they happen, when they right. happen. But looking back, you see God's gracious hand working throughout all of those, the little things. Just if, if this thing had tweaked a little bit differently how different life could be. Mm -hmm. And so God has been so gracious, and, I, and I'm grateful that you're here. Uh, you know, and that kind of leads me into uh, the, the, beautiful, uh, the beautiful thing uh, that, that I have found here in Washington is uh, all of the, the, the wonderful uh, uh, ability that we have uh, to, to walk into these offices, to get to know members of Congress, um, I have certainly been grateful over these last years that we've been able to get to know you, uh, Amber and I both, uh, but uh, how can people pray for you better? And I, I know, obviously, we, we ask that a lot. Every time I come into your office to pray with you, uh, I ask you, you know, Greg, what can we pray for you this week? And it seems, obviously, we, we kind of brush through that quickly, but uh, as a member of Congress, I know you have staff, a lot of staff, how can people in the pew pray for you specifically better because we, we have about uh, five to 6,000 people a week that listen to this podcast, and I want them to leave this episode really knowing how they can specifically pray for you in your daily work. Well, and the, the prayers, like the prayers that you guys did w when I fell, um, there was a multitude of people praying because nobody knew. My wife didn't even, I was on the way to the emergency room before she even found out that I had fallen. Um, so that was part of the healing process too, was the amount of prayers from people lifting me up in prayer for healing, uh, that had a huge, huge impact on, uh, the healing process that I went through. But I always ask people to pray for wisdom and discernment. Um, you need that up here, obviously. Um, we've actually, my men's, I have a, I lead a men's group through my church that meets, uh, every Monday and we've actually been praying and lifting up our staff as well. Um, that obviously are around me and supporting me, um, and, and just wisdom and discernment on the next step uh, that you take politically. You know, obviously you've got, in, in 24, you've got a presidential election. Uh, we're up every two years, so I'm obviously running for re-election, but what, what does God have in store for me next, and where does he want me to go, and what does he want me to do is a constant prayer right now. 
and asking for more clarity on because there's going to be after the presidential election, there's going to be a lot of changes. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm a Republican, so hopefully, I'm hoping that we take the Senate back, we hold the House, and uh, a Republican is in the White House, so we can do some of the things that I've been wanting to do in Congress since I got elected three terms ago. Uh, when I first got elected, the Democrats were in control of the House, then we took the House back, and then we lost the Senate, and we lost the presidency. So there's never been a time that I've been here that we've had the White House, the Senate, and, and the House to be able to really do good conservative policy that I would like to do. But uh, any, any prayers and enlightenment of um, the next steps, uh, whether that be here in the House or whether that be in Florida, whatever that case may be, uh, some, some discernment and wisdom from the Lord on that would be great. Awesome. Well, we, every week when we have a member on, we always close in prayer because when I'm in your office, as we're sitting in here now, Often, I pray for you quickly. Uh, I know you have things. You have a busy day today, but uh, we kind of have a member of the week every week that we pray for. And, folks, what I, what I want you all to do, this is your homework this week. I want you to go look up uh, Congressman Greg Stubbe. I want you to find his picture. And I encouraged the, the, the cast and the folks from The Chosen last night. We were sitting on the House floor at uh, about 1130 last oh, night. Oh, that's cool. And I told them as they're sitting out there, I said, I hope you guys remember this moment when you leave here and you look at the seat that you've been sitting in on C-SPAN and you find out who that member is and begin to pray for them. Because I, I have often likened uh, the house chamber as kind of your church, right? You know where the, the people that sit in those seats, you know your colleagues well, you know them better than I do and you know those places. And so I've always tried to, to watch C-SPAN or if I'm watching what's going on here and pick certain seats where I begin to pray for members and I may not know them yet, personally, but I, I want to pray that, that they, first of all, they, they find Jesus Christ as their personal Savior and that we have the opportunity to encourage them in their walk. But folks, I want you to go and, and find out who Greg, what Greg looks like. Find him on C-SPAN and begin to pray for him. Pray for him every single day. And now you could put a face to the voice this week and, and begin to really earnestly, not just pray, but fast and pray over not just Greg, but all the members of Congress that serve here, that represent us, what an opportunity we have to be encouragers. But uh, I want to close this out in prayer today. Greg, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a joy, and uh, uh, what an opportunity. So, Father, thank you so much. What a privilege it is uh, to know uh, Greg Stubbe, Father, and so many members of Congress here that love you. Lord, I, I pray that you would continue to grant him wisdom. You'd grant him favor in the work that he's doing, Lord, but you would grant him a, a, a wider array of influence and opportunity in the days that we live in here uh, Father, the world, it seems like, is on fire, but we know the end of the story. We know who's in control. Uh, Christ the King is still on the throne, and so we, we know that you're still working amidst all of the junk that's going on in this world. But we ask that you would use Greg, even today, in a greater way than you've ever used him before. May we be about our Father's business, uh, the spiritual things that are going on in this world and in this place, and remember that we're here not just to serve uh, in Congress or in ministry, but Father, to live out our faith and share the good news uh, that you have given to all people, especially in this season of the year. We're grateful. We thank you for what you're going to do in the days ahead. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank Greg, you. Greg, thank you again. It's been yep. a joy. Thank time. you, Greg. Thank you. God bless you.